Welcome to Oh Yeah Podcast. I'm whispering so my husband doesn't know that we started like an hour later than. (laughs) But also I'm whispering because of that super chill, jazzy intro song. Hell yeah, that was wonderful. Wonderful. That, That theme song. Our opening theme song was sent to us by a Patrick N. Uh, wrote us a really nice email about uh, discovering our podcast. And they also said, I thought I'd try my hand at the King of the Hill theme song. I wanted to do something a little different. So I made a, an electronica slash chill version. Ooh. Yeah. and Very chill. Very chill, but really nice. I really like it. Absolutely. Ooh, that was good. Thank you. Thank you, Patrick. That was excellente. Mucho excellente. Yet. So anyway, Jackie, hey! Hi! <laughs> what are we doing today? It's a King of the Hill episode. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And this is a King of the Hill podcast. Oh. Oh. And we are doing episode four of season four. And it's little horrors of shop. <laughs> That's right. It sure is. I love Hank. Mm-hmm. I just love Hank. I, I just love him. Such a great Hank episode. He's extra Hanky in this episode. Yes. That's such a... <laughs> that is the perfect way to describe him is just extra hanky. <laughs> I had um I definitely had some flashbacks to season one Hank, you know, definitely moments of like, okay, this is almost too much how hanky you are. <laughs> I know, but but like way more likable. Cause season one Hank was just kind of an asshole. Yeah, he's he that's the other thing too. He's definitely set up to be the good guy mm-hmm. to Peggy's <laughs> assholery. Assholery. <laughs> she, she's being such a dick in this episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. From the start. <laughs> From the very beginning. All right. So, yes, shout outs. Uh, I'm going to do... I'm going to do an iTunes one. Yeah, iTunes. And I genuinely cannot remember if we've done this one already. <laughs> so... Maybe somebody's getting an extra shout out. So I'm going to do two just to be safe. Yeah, so, I'm happy, uh, happy to hear it again. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this one is from Squid8, as in the number eight, Mel. And it says, dang old good time. The rest of it says, this show is so much fun to listen to. I've loved King of the Hill for a long time. And this pod makes me feel like I'm getting to chat with two of my best friends about this awesome show, Poop jokes included. <laughs> Thanks, Amy and Jackie, for such a great pod. Thank you, Squid 8 Mel. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I love when people say that, that it feels like uh, they're hanging out with their friends. Yes, absolutely. It's one of my favorite compliments. So nice. I wonder what we could do to up that feeling. Like, do we make fun of you more? Or <laughs> I feel like the live watch parties kind of feels like a f- even more close friends very much so yeah you know because we're seeing everyone's faces we're chatting we're joking i'm definitely making fun of them yeah to their faces i i don't say it behind their backs everybody gets it fully in their face there's <laughs> such good sports about it there's such good sports about it <laughs> <laughs> um okay and then my next one is from spooky nurse Uh, it just says hilarious and it says been a listener since the beginning oh and i have to admit at the beginning i found their cackling annoying shut up no (laughs) (laughs) as i listened more though i actually began to find their laughs endearing and find myself cackling along (laughs) wonderful from diarrhea to queefs with some King of the Hill sprinkled in. <laughs> God, we've really, really cut out of niche for ourselves. I know. Uh, with some King of the Hill sprinkled in, this podcast is truly un- is truly unfiltered. Thank you, ladies, for bringing some hap penis into my day. <laughs> nice. 
I read that review um, a few days ago, and I really liked it because there have there are so many podcasts that I love now. Where at first I was like, I don't know, and it's just so I'm so grateful that you uh, stuck with us and gave us a chance. And there is a Absolutely. lot of cackling, but I think that it also can be like nice sometimes. So I appreciate that. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm kidding i understand that it can be very annoying so <laughs> i totally understand but yeah thanks for sticking around thanks for giving us a chance i thought about that review for days after i read it and i just thought wow that's it really speaks to you that you you still stuck around because the cackling is a lot and the sound quality is not great so it can be very piercing to the eardrum <laughs> but <laughs> just, i feel like i'm being attacked yeah <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, Jackie. <laughs> it's both of us. <laughs> oh. Anywho, those are my shout outs. How about you? Well, I have a lovely email that Amy was kind enough to send to me because I haven't hooked our email up to my phone yet. It's not uh, annoying at all, by the way. I don't know how to do it. And I <laughs> yes, also have like e- e- emails on my phone already. <laughs> I have, you want to hear how many unread emails I have on my phone? No, it's going to make me, it's going to disgust me. (laughs) 3,075. I hate it too. You think I, you think I don't hate it? I hate it. It's a nightmare. (laughs) I'm one of those people. I can't, my, my phone has no notifications. If I get one, I have to clear it. I hate it. I hate it. (laughs) I would too. (laughs) 3,075. So there's. I there's part of me that can't bear to add another email, but oh my god. Anyway, um, so anyway, this is from Jerry C. Jerry C sent us an awesome email, just touching on so many different things. Yeah. Um, too many to I guess read out loud, but so many things that just instantly make me want to start talking about different things with the show, but. Yeah. Um, I will say, uh, I will read the first paragraph, which is lovely as well. And it says, couch pillows, recycling bin. Hey gals. (laughs) I discovered your podcast when my best friend, your Patreon with the glorious gams and the sword, Blake D. Oh, shared a link to your episode in which you interviewed Nancy Gardner I had just begun a rewatch of the show and it felt rather providential. 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 I don't fucking know. (laughs) No. Sorry, Jerry. That I found a podcast to watch along with. I gave it a shot and I devoured the show. I quickly caught up to where you currently are over the course of about a month and eagerly await the release of each new episode. I've got a lot to say since I've got a lot of show to catch up on. So feel free to read as much or as little as you want on the show. Thank you for listening. Well, this email is going to go into like a special file because you go on to Mm. talk about Bill being like the whole Bill being Bobby's father thing and Mm -hmm. um, just talking about Peggy centric shows and a bunch of other things and I definitely want to come back to this email and touch on some of the things you highlighted. But absolutely, the beginning of the uh, email, couch pillows, recycling bin, apparently that was a shopping list from Jerry <laughs> that was included in the email. <laughs> Where are you shopping, Jerry, that has couch pillows and recycling bins? Maybe Target? Megalomart? Oh. <laughs> I know that made me laugh really hard because we got that first email and I saw couch pillows. Okay. What? I don't know what that is. And then um, I thought maybe, oh, that's, that's some sort of like reference to the show. I'm, I'm not getting it. That's and then I know. And then I, then we got the second email where <laughs> Jerry just says that first part was my shopping list. How embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I just start cracking up. I loved it. <laughs> It could have easily have been like preparation H. <laughs> I know, right? No, like, yeah. Recycling bins. Good for you. You're you're taking care of the environment. Good for you, Jerry. Yeah. And uh, 
couch pillows. I mean, you're a romantic. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, God. All right. So, shout outs done. Patreon shout outs, though. Gotta do those babies, huh? All right. Now that we've gotten past the regulars, it's on to our Patreon shout outs. And we've got some new ones this week. Our first <laughs> one being. Joan! No last name, no picture given. Ooh, so mysterious. I know it's you, Joan Cusack. <laughs> God, that's terrifying. Oh. <laughs> I, would no. love, I would love for Joan Cusack to listen. <laughs> then we've got Susan A. And Susan A does have a picture. And you look, you're giving me Stevie Nicks witchy vibes. Beautiful Perfect hair, eyebrows. Makeup. Perfect eyebrows. Excellent, Excellent shoulders. Hair. Lovely shoulders. Well done, Susan A. Yes. A for uh, effort. Alluring. Yeah. All right. And you know what else we got to do? We got to talk about our annual Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, sorry. <laughs> it's I got it all queued up and fully oh. forgot to Oh I see. play it and then also <laughs> Amy sorry, don't I'm worry start. about it. <laughs> Would you quit riding my ass? Motherfucker. <laughs> Do you know how to turn off the Bluetooth? Yes, I know how to turn off the Bluetooth, <laughs> Amy, but I already turned it off. So why is it still coming out of there? Oh, motherfucker. I don't know. You think I want this? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Patreons. This is the rhythm of the night. Shelly, are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> Manda M. Mm, mm. <laughs> Put an echo to that. <sighs> this whole thing's getting an echo. <laughs> and then we got Shim. Welcome everyone. Annuals monthly. Uh yeah. Oh, the rhythm of the Patreon. Oh, Patreon. The rhythm of the Patreon. Oh man. Oh, I wonder what Will is thinking right now. <laughs> Whatever it is, I know he's mad. <laughs> you, he's furious. I told him I'd be done with this around like four and it's eight o'clock. <laughs> All right. Well, then let's get to stepping. Oh. <laughs> yeah, let's just breathe through, breeze through the rest of it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The rest of the episode's going to be just 10 minutes. <laughs> All right. Season four, episode four. Air date October 31st. Halloween. Ooh. 1999. Spooky. So spooky. So spooky. 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 Poopy. <laughs> Peggy's back at it. She's back to work as a substitute teacher. She is uh, grading papers incorrectly, mm. but she's still doing it. Uh, she's, you know, like, look, Hank, because Hank warns her, he says, hey, uh, you know, your physical therapist said to take it kind of easy, you know, you're, 
you're kind of going hard on grading those papers. Your check marks are wildly out of control. Please calm down. And she says, look, if I'm going to win substitute teacher of the year for the third time, I, I cannot, I can't slow down. The, the, the hustle never stops. Got to keep grinding. Later that day at work, Hank is, uh, having a very personal sexual phone call about propane uh, and <laughs> Buck walks in, hangs up his phone call and was like, when was the last time you took a day off? And Hank says, well, I took the day off when Bobby was born uh, 12 years ago. And I meant to make it up or I meant to tell you that I wasn't actually sick. Real sorry. Also, I came in that Saturday to make the day up. <laughs> so hanky. So hanky. Buck's like, get out of here. You have to take a break. I've got people like getting mad at me and they're saying my premiums are going to go up. So just go. You have to take like two weeks off or you got to take some time off. Just go. I love his reasoning, though, too. He's just like some pencil neck or pencil pusher is just like if you don't take vacations, you get sloppy. And in the propane business, when you get sloppy, people die. And when people die, my premiums go up. (laughs) Right. Does not care that people are dying, but when they die, it costs him money, Hank. So go take a break. (laughs) So Hank is now on vacay. He is bored, already bored out of his mind. It's the next morning. Peggy's on her way to go teach a substitute, teach a, some sort of band, I guess a band class, whatever. And yeah, he's, he's just like, Okay, well, I guess I'll just try and find something to do. So he goes to the garage. Everything's immaculate, of course. There's nothing to clean, nothing, no projects for him that he wants to do. He goes, he sees the a rake and he's like, oh, yeah, I can go rake some leaves. Lawn's immaculate, not a single blade out of place. He even rips, <laughs> rips a leaf off of a tree and then puts it on the ground and rakes it just so he has something to do he is bored out of his mind it's crazy yeah he i don't think hank understands sitting in front of the tv for hours on end yeah or just build a shed for yourself whatever yeah dude i don't know take a nap yeah take a nap hank you're on vacation take a nap that evening the guys are hanging out outside drinking beer and Hank's just like, so what did you guys all do? What? Tell me about your days. Boomhauer, tell me about that belt. I haven't had anything to do or anyone to talk to all day. Please, please, please give me something. I'm bored out of my mind. Yeah. Bill explains how, you know, he killed a bug and Dale killed some bugs. And Dale's saying that he's got to go uh, take care of a termite. Oh, yeah. Potentially more. And Hank says, hey, hey, uh, sounds like you could use an extra hand, right? Can I come along with you? And Dale's like, yeah, of course. So Hank goes along with Dale, goes and, you know, tents a house for termites, goes with him. He's sitting on somebody's toilet seat. And eventually Hank is just like, I got to get out of here. I shouldn't even be in this house. He goes to pick up Bobby from school. As Bobby and him are riding back, Hank's like, tell me about your day. I was bored again. <laughs> Please yeah. tell me about your day. So Bobby, Bobby kind of goes into uh, about his day a little bit and says, oh, my new favorite class is shop. And Hank's like, oh, my God, tell me all about that. He's like, whenever I ask about your day, I mean, tell me about shop. And Bobby expla- explains, well, we don't really even do anything. It's great. It's just like a free period. And Hank's, of course, he's outraged by this. Like, how dare they not have a shop teacher? right now this is outrageous immediately goes to the school talks to principal moss like we got to have shop for these kids it's it's important and you know you used to know how what these uh tools were carl moss and principal moss is just like we can't afford another substitute teacher we can't afford a new shop teacher we just have to wait until they get back it's not that big of a deal and um hank's like well you know what i'll do it and i'll do it for free that sounds good to me and yeah for two principal weeks moss- yeah, I know. And Moss is like, all right, but your wife already works here, so I don't want you guys to get all pissed off and yelling at each other. And Hank's like, we have a great marriage. And he goes, well, I don't want to catch you making out in the teacher's lounge. And Hank, you won't. You won't. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So Hank has now taken over uh, the shop class. Uh, Peggy writes him out this crazy, complicated teaching plan that 
is, you know, of course, not going well with uh, middle school kids. They don't give a fuck about pedagogy or whatever she says. Yeah, why would you even read that list to them? Right. <laughs> Sanatoria was one of them, I think. It was so weird. Yeah. So Hank just kind of, he's like, well, nobody's listening to this. Uh, whatever, let's just get into some work. So Hank impresses everybody in the class by his knowledge and his ability to fix a squeaky chair. And he very quickly becomes everybody's favorite teacher. Not even just substitute teacher, but they just love him. He's, you know, inspiring them and, you know, teaching them how to make things and making them feel good about it. So, yeah, Hank is now everybody's favorite. And this is uh, freaking Peggy out because she is she wants that substitute teacher of the year award. And she'll be damned if anybody takes it from her, especially her husband. Oh, yeah. Hank goes to Principal Moss and he's like, we need wood. We need some more supplies, things like that. And Principal Moss is like, once again, we don't have any money. (laughs) We are incredibly underfunded. We can't even uh, afford wood. Can't afford wood for shop. Nothing. For shop. The one thing that they should have. <laughs> so Hank says to the kids, you know, I'm sorry, there's really nothing. And he's like, you know what? This whole school could use like a facelift. Let's go like take care of some of the problems that, you know, aren't being taken care of like you know the boys bathroom needs to be the doors need to be fixed some graffiti needs to be sanded off uh let's go fix that broken sign so it doesn't say om landy anymore yeah so all the kids in the shop class are fixing different places in the school feeling really empowered and proud of themselves yeah and people are just impressed with by Hank. All of the kids just love him, even the ones that aren't in shop. They want to they wanna they want Mr. Hill to be their teacher. He's the cool teacher. He's the cool teacher. He's you know making them making people happy. What? He's <laughs> making people <laughs> happy. He is. <laughs> but not Peggy. He's not making Peggy happy because she sees all these kids are just like, Mr. Hill, you're the coolest. Hey, Mr. Hill, I can't wait to see you in class tomorrow. And she realizes, like, he very well may win substitute teacher of the year. So she does like a like a straw man poll, I guess. And yeah, it's just like, OK, I kind of want to know, you know, what are my chances here? And lo and behold, Hank has more votes than she does does laura croft have more votes than she does (laughs) i don't know but probably (laughs) (laughs) however peggy didn't really need to worry because bobby is apprehended by principal moss he's wearing he's got a tool belt on he's got um a keyhole saw knife i believe is the name of it and moss is like hank I saw your boy walking around here with all of these weapons and you can't have him walking around with all these weapons. We have a zero tolerance policy. And he's like, they're not weapons, they're tools. And you you used used to to know that. that. (laughs) (laughs) And Moss is just, and he says, I told all of my students to bring tools because you guys don't have any, (laughs) you don't have any. And so Moss is like, all right, well, that makes it easier for me. I have to suspend you, Hank. (laughs) Suspend him. Yeah. (laughs) You have detention now, Hank. (laughs) So Hank leaves. He was kicked off school property. And everybody's bummed out. Hank's bummed. All the kids miss him. However, Peggy is now, she kind of brilliantly (laughs) says, I know that everybody's upset and I am too. And in protest, I am taking myself off of the ballot for substitute teacher of the year, and I will be running as Mrs. Hank Hill. (laughs) Brilliant. Brilliant. (laughs) So Hank's, you know, still on vacation and he's, he, he, he joins Dale for a little soak in that termite infested houses bathtub. It's like a, you know, bathtub jacuzzi. It's very nice. Dale suggests TPing Moss's house or the school board. Hank just says, no, forget it. Like, it's it's not worth it. I'm just going to find something else to do. 
He's back home. He's bored. He's in his garage again, trying to, you know, think of something to do when a bunch of kids from shop class, they come up and they're like, Mr. Hill, we still have these projects we want to finish. Like, I've got this napkin holder for my mom that she needs. She needs it desperately. And Hank's like, well, I mean, I've got tools here. You guys can, you know, hang out here and we'll do like kind of a impromptu shop class and we'll finish all your projects. Peggy then later explains to Hank, hey, guess what? Great news. You're allowed back on the property, uh, the school property to watch me probably win substitute of the teacher uh, award. Substitute of the teacher? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Substitute teacher of the year award. Tired. <laughs> I'm very out of breath and I'm tired. You got it. You got it. We Everyone knew what you meant. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, anyway, so they're, they're at the school. Principal Moss announces the winner, and it is Peggy, Mrs. Hank Hill. Woo! Woo! Third year in a row. She gets up there, she starts, she's about to give a speech, and she realizes, oh my god, I left my speech in my coat. And she's like, Hank, Hank's on the corner, or on the corner. He's out on the sidelines. And she's like, Hank, my speech. And as he walks out onto the stage to bring her her speech the school just erupts into cheers they're like mr hill you're the best we love you and you know peggy's like can you hear that they they love me (laughs) they love me uh he's like yeah that's great and as he walks away he realizes that they're cheering for him and it, it was like my favorite little moment he like turns and gives like a little small wave to everybody and they just like lose their minds they're so excited to see him and he walks off the stage, and just as Peggy declares that sh- sh- I'm the king of the school, everybody goes yeah. completely silent. <laughs> and that's the episode. Yay! Well done. Whoo! Okay. I'm gonna, I need a sip of water and a breath. <laughs> All right. So, Jackie, tell me. Fave moms quos this is such a great episode it's uh it's like a classic hank he's so hanky and then it's classic (laughs) peggy at her peggy worst Mm -hmm. um insecure Mm -hmm. and uh it's just great and then we get uh principal moss who's always good always good guaranteed funny uh so many quotes so my first quote is from it's an exchange between uh principal moss and hank uh principal moss is saying you know hank we don't have money for all these fancy teaching aids like wood and hank says you know the carl moss i knew wouldn't and then principal moss cuts him off and he says give it a rest hank all parents care about these days is zero tolerance drug parlors Zero tolerance drug policies and literacy. Why can't Johnny read? Why can't Johnny read? God, that gets old. And then <laughs> Hank says, but Carl, shop is the foundation of all learning. And I tell you what, a youngster with a tool in both hands has no hands left to do drugs. And then Carl just exasperated. He's just like, they'll just put the tools down if they want to do drugs bad enough. <laughs> I know that whole exchange is so good. Why can't Johnny read? God, that gets old. <laughs> and and when he he's just like he like pushes his glasses up and he's like rubbing the bridge of his nose between his fingers, like they'll just put him down if they want to do the drugs bad enough, <laughs> which is true. They will. Exactly. <laughs> They'll be like, I'm going to put this to the side. I'm about to do drugs right now. I need both hands. I'll come I'll come back to it when I'm real high. It'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. If you've ever tried to put together a piece of furniture high, it is the hardest thing I've ever done. <laughs> it, you need to you need to create something, not build something. Yeah, uh, I was I tried to put together a shoe rack. It was literally four pieces of wood and some pegs. And I'm not kidding. It took two hours because I was way too high. (laughs) Oh, my God. I watched uh, half a season of this cooking show with Will. 
and I could not get the concept of the show. <laughs> Will like tried to spell it out for me so many times, and I was like, "It's like you're speaking another language. I do not know what you're talking about." I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna keep watching, but I don't understand the stakes of this show. And it was very simple. Anyway, um, uh, my next quote is by Hank, and it's when he's teaching shop and he's looking through the the tools in the tool cabinet um in the classroom and he can't find a bevel gauge and he's like how bet the cost benefit yahoo that decided this shop could do without a bevel gauge has never even tried to test a bevel much less a chamfer <laughs> what a burn <laughs> That is all for it. Again, you, like you're speaking you're speaking another language, Hank. <laughs> Much less a chamfer. No idea what any of that means. How do you even what's a bevel? How do you test it? What's a chamfer? <clears throat> so I, I love know. that. Um, and then shortly after that quote, he's looking over something that Bobby built, and he's saying to Bobby, just remember to clamp your butt joint. And then Bobby laughs like <laughs> and uh because it's so obviously funny and then hank's like oh (laughs) i get it and then bobby's still laughing he's like sorry dad i just and hank's like no it's okay joke's on me you're right you should use a miter joint there that'll look better (laughs) and bobby's like better than uh and then hank's like butt joint and then bobby just like loses it I know, and I love it. And Hank's like, all right, well, now you're just rubbing it in. Rub it in. (laughs) (laughs) And and I think that moment is when you said he's extra hanky. Mm -hmm. That's a perfect moment right there. Like, Hank, how are you not understanding that saying butt joint to a 12-year-old is the most hilarious thing? Because you're saying butt joint. Oh, (laughs) it's butt joint itself is one word, but it doesn't even exist in it. It, it. He might as well be saying butter. (laughs) <laughs> right exactly <laughs> um and then uh there's another quote by hank and it's uh when it's during class and joseph is making a napkin holder and hank is saying nice sanding joseph boy this napkin holder smooth enough to hold even the finest napkins and then bobby <laughs> is walking by and he whispers to joseph your mom's gonna love it that so much (laughs) you're great i love it just (laughs) i know a napkin holder i'd be like god damn it thanks thanks joseph my last thing i wrote down is a quote by hank and it's after you know by this point he's given like all the kids have brought tools from home and they're fixing stuff around the school and he's really inspired everyone and at a certain point Bobby ends up getting busted in the hallway. Um, He's all all the kids are just like working on projects around the school. And Bobby happens to be doing something and he has some tools with him and Carl Moss busts him. And he's just like, Hank, your kid has all these tools. These are weapons. We have a zero tolerance policy on bringing weapons into a school. And, Hank's trying to argue with him and saying, like, these are tools, they're not weapons. You used to know that, Carl. And and he says, using a saw for a weapon makes about as much sense as using a gun to cut a two by four. That's how my dad built my treehouse. That's how he cleaned it, too. (laughs) (laughs) How he cleaned it? It would be so much easier to use a broom. That's not what guns are for. I know. That's just wasteful. You're going to ruin the treehouse. Anyway, those are, that's everything I wrote down. Well done. You pretty much, you you nailed pretty much all the ones that I had. Um, But there's, there's just a couple that I have. There's that, there's just like this great little visual gag where when, when Hank and Dale are in the bathtub. And Dale gets out and he's got a towel on his head like, you know, you've got your hair up or whatever. And he takes the towel off and his hat is still on underneath the towel. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was great. Um, 
Hank asks all of them to show them, like, show him what projects they had been working on. He's like, all right, well, just show me what you guys were doing. And they're like, oh, we were making we were making birdhouses. He's like, okay, great. Let's see him. So they like take out all their birdhouses. They're total messes. They look nothing like a birdhouse. And Hank's going around looking at all of them. And he grabs Joseph's and he goes, okay, Joseph. Well, I don't see any reason your father needs to know about this. <laughs> like Dale so would be so horrified. I know. Um, and then my last one. Uh, would just be when Bobby tells him that there is no shop class anymore. He goes, what? Hold on, son. And Bobby like grabs onto the, the oh shit handle and he just carefully drives off to the side of the road. <laughs> like, he doesn't like skid out or slam on the brakes. He just easily goes over and then puts his hazard lights on. <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty much all I've got. Awesome. Well, it sounds like we're ready to get into listener showmans. Yes. And something I'm very excited about. We have a listener comment song. Yes. From from, I haven't listened. From Sean. Sean R. Oh, thank God. I know. And he sent us a very lovely email. And he says that this is his listener comment song to Genuine's Pony. <gasps> yes. Yes. So I'm going to go ahead and play that right meow. You ready? Yes. All right. I'm just a podcaster looking for a comment. Someone who loves King of the Hill, especially Pegel. Gotta be compatible Devoted like Marcy C137 Jackie and Amy read them off You know the good ones are getting them off So listeners, let's do it Write in that comment Your hosts are waiting For those listener comments So listeners, let's do it Write in that comment Your hosts are waiting For those listener comments (laughs) All I can see when I hear that song now is Channing Tatum drilling screws into a piece of wood with his Basically his penis Sean, that was incredible. Thank oh you, Sean. <laughs> oh, I'm so red. Oh, no. <laughs> You've uh, scandalized our modesties or something. Whatever. <laughs> oh. <laughs> We're both hot now. Oh, yeah. Woo-hoo. Very hot. Very hot. Very red. <laughs> very moist. <laughs> Thank you, Sean. Oh. Thank you. If anybody wants to send in a listener comment, please do. Hello at hoyapod.com or nope, listener comment song is what I meant. Or you can send us a voicemail. You can leave a voicemail. And what's that number, Jackie? It's 386-530-3876. Bing! I'm pretty sure that's, that's right. right. You can always double that check right. it on our Instagram. That's the one. That's the one. All right, so let's get into listener Kiamians. <laughs> Hella underscore ween says, Peggy just dropping toast in her purse. Oh my lord, the crumbs. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was weird too. I thought that was weird too. Uh, by bleep underscore bloop, it's a three-parter. It says, Hank's willingness to believe in Peggy's version of herself matches Dale's absolute trust in Nancy. This ep is one of the rare moments where you can see he's aware of her limitations, but he loves her so much he would never dare shake her view of herself, even at a cost to himself. (gasps) Wow. Wow. Well, I would say the only difference is, well, 
I was going to say the only difference is that Hank has this awareness where Dale doesn't, but maybe Dale does. And that's the whole thing, right? I'm sorry. I wasn't listening. I don't remember I was what like- I said, but I know that that was a great point by Bleep Bloop. Yes. That, no, that is a good point. I was listening to the point I, from Bleep Bloop. I wasn't listening to you. I'm sorry. <laughs> it doesn't I was matter. Looking for it doesn't matter. <laughs> sorry. No, no, no. Oh. What I said wasn't that important, but what Bleep Bloop said, I thought was very thought provoking. It is. It's very good. And I would say that, uh, you know, Hank, Hank does, he knows that Peggy is, you know, she's got more confidence than she actually should but you know he's totally fine with it normally uh yeah and he he just lets her do it it's all good mm-hmm. oh my god there are two quotes by zach valentine i forgot to write these down but they definitely made me laugh uh one is a quote by peggy and it's when she's grading papers and she says these grades are plummeting faster than i did when i fell out of that airplane <laughs> and the other one is uh dale as he's wearing someone's contact wow this guy has bad eyesight and that was <laughs> such a freaky moment where he like turns around from that medicine cabinet while they're in that tented house and he looks like david bowie or marilyn manson with one crazy blue contact in he's just putting yeah. people's contacts in his eyeballs so disgusting gross <laughs> So this, uh, so we have these two comments that are almost right next to each other, and uh, they both made me laugh. So M. Mazias says, "I love Clark's snot running down his nose when he comes to tell Hank about Bobby," and then white guy named Tyrone <laughs> says, "I want to punch Clark Peters in his stupid fucking face. Blow your nose, you twat." <laughs> I, I, I it, it disgusted me when he was like, oh, God, oh, I hate it. I know. I'm definitely uh, in the white guy named Tyrone camp. That is disgusting. But and, and I say that as somebody who in middle school had such bad allergies. I would every class I was in, I would use each teacher's box of tissues entirely each class. <laughs> I had horrible allergies. But, you know, use a tissue. Lieberg Art, a quote by Hank. I have enough Sanders for everyone. He's got like eight Sanders. Okay. Yeah, all the, he's like suspended from school. All the kids go to his house and they're like, do you have enough of these tools? And he's like, I have three, which already seems like a lot of one yeah. tool to have at your house. And he's like, so some of you will have to share. And another kid's like, what about Sanders? And he's like, I have enough Sanders for everyone. An entire <laughs> class of children. I know. Uh, McPeekaboo Zero, one of my all-time favorite episodes. Hank is such a dad. <laughs> <laughs> He's he is. He's adorable in this episode. Susan Marie 21 says, Peggy is such a bitter bitch. I love it. And she, <laughs> she, she really is. is. I mean, she is. She's like going full Peggy this episode. That one part she where she is like it's after hank is uh suspended and she's like you know he's not eligible for substitute teacher of the year anymore this year so in protest i'm going to be taking my name off the ballot as well and for a split second you're like oh like she's being so supportive and then she's like i'm taking my name off and i'm replacing it with mrs hank hill so she's just trying (laughs) to like use all of his popularity to win herself Oh, Peggy. Uh, Peggy. <laughs> um, Nintari Wizard. Um, Landy Middle School Rules. <laughs> <laughs> the real, the dot real dot Slim Sadie 420. Oh. oh, very cool name. Very cool. Says Hank is hot in this episode. Awesome. He is. He is. Very cool. I don't want to catch you two making out. You won't. <laughs> I'll never get over that like emphasis of we don't. It sounds like we don't make out at all. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> you won't. How dare you? <laughs> catch my cats. 
which very cool name, says, Bobby, find me a frog. I know, she's just going to kill and dissect a frog and then she forgot the the biology. She forgot the bio test uh, answers at school. So she just rolls up her sleeve and she's like, Bobby, find me a frog. She she really does deserve substitute teacher of the year. She does. She definitely does. But she is an asshole in this episode. She's fully Uh, an asshole. Yeah, I love this. So we have okay. So Nintari Wizard says it kills me that Peggy is unaware of a metronome, yeah, and then, and then Catherine Moore says, until they invent a machine that can stand in front of a band and keep the beat, and Peggy is literally describing a metronome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine Moore also says, I remember when teachers erase their mistakes with spit on overhead projectors. I do too, and it was always so gross. I never saw that. Oh, man, definitely. My teachers always had a little spray can. I mean, maybe I guess maybe they filled it with spit. I don't know. <laughs> Gross. God. <laughs> All right. And for my last one, uh, fruit pie fan. Hank says, this whole not working thing is going to give me a heart attack. I tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> and my last one is by underscore dangerously a keyhole saw. You used to know that. <laughs> Hank talking to Carl Moss. Ooh, are you ready for trivia? Yeah. Okay. Go for it. I have three questions. How many do you have? I have one. <laughs> All right. All right. I will go first. Jackie. Where did the lunch lady and shop teacher go to elope? Branson. Ah, was that one of your trivia questions? Yes. <laughs> I knew Aww. it as I was writing it down. I was like, that's going to be one of hers. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> okay. Amy, teaching can be divided into seven spectras. We heard about five. You mentioned sanitaria. Can you name at least two others of the remaining four? Oh my god! <laughs> was pedagogy god? Yes, was that one? it was. Okay. All right, I wasn't sure if I made that up. Um, okay, one more. Uh, p- p- allegory? No, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> No, I don't know. I can't. I cannot think of the other ones. Isn't it something like Prince Andrew or Prince Edward, something like that? It's like had like a whole thing to go along with it. Sir, something. Yes, her little uh, mnemonic remembering thing is Sir Arnold prefers dining. Dot dot dot. So there's more to it, Um, but she mentions. Disciplinaria. Uh, yes. Ah. Excellent. <laughs> so we have, she only mentioned five, but we have salutatory, attenditory, pedagogy, disciplinaria, and sanitaria. <laughs> and then my oh. last question. Uh-huh. Amy. Yes. Here I sit, brokenhearted, <laughs> came to shit, but only blank. Farted! Yes! <laughs> well done. And do you know the next episode? Yeah, I am so stoked. Uh-huh. I'll eight. Yay! Yay! It's about periods. It's about I periods. Can't, I can't wait to hear everybody's period stories. We should have pe- you guys send us your period stories. Send in your period stories. Send in what your questions about periods. Send in your answers mm-hmm. about periods. There's so much to talk about in this episode. I cannot wait. It's gonna be a bloody good time. <laughs> So everyone make sure you're wearing your extra
extra thick overnight maxi pads because it's going to be a bloody good time. I'll a a. <laughs> all right, everybody. Is that it? Is that all we got? That's it. All right. I'm done. Goodbye. <laughs> all right, everyone. Follow us on all the things. Call us. Leave us a voicemail. Email us. Send us uh letters to our p.o box and that's it and until next time until next time you know when I was younger, I did a uh, jazz recital to this song. Oh, please tell me you still remember how to do it. I remember parts of it, but it started out where I was lying down in a fog, and then I just kind of peek out doing like a kick fan, and then um, it was all it was all filmed, and uh, they did like a lot of zooming in and panning across the girls and when they panned across you saw me for a split second but it just happened to be when I was picking a wedgie out of my crotch (laughs) we have to watch this video (laughs) I I have to find it anyway see you next time bye everyone yay send us your period stories (laughs) woo yeah hello at hoyapod.com This is the rhythm of the night.